Hey everybody, welcome to Fee's Company. This is your girl Felicia. It's been a while. Um, I've had a lot going on lately for months. I know we've had Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. We're almost going to be into Valentine's Day before I know it. But here I am today. have a lot of things on my mind. been going through a lot for the last couple of months. Life is crazy sometimes. You just never know what you're going to get. Um, yeah, so it's just been, been kind of crazy. Um, I think today I'm just going to talk about life. Because that's what's happening right now. Real life. Real life situations. I always try to give good advice and information to my kids. I try to. Um, I know they're not going to do everything that I want them to do or everything that I say, or they're not going to take all the advice that I give them, but I at least try to give them good advice to kind of let them know, you know, what the alternative could be to the situations they're in. Like, you got to look at it from all angles. You know, no matter if um, you're in a relationship, you got to look at it from more than just the I'm in love angle or I really like this person. You got to look at, you know, um, the could be's. What could happen? As much as you know your your feelings yeah real life is like really happening I will say that my youngest daughter is doing great in school I'm so proud of her shout out to Whitney Whitney is doing great making good grades and really pulling it together so I'm very excited and happy for her And I'm going to be a grandma in two, well, it is 20, 22, but I'm going to be a grandma in July. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, we don't know what gender the baby's going to be yet. So we're looking forward to that. And like I said, I try to give my kids the best advice. Well, to anybody, if anybody asks me, what my opinion is, I will definitely give it to them. Um, and I want it to make sense and I don't want to, I don't want it to come off as judgment, but I feel like sometimes it does to people because, you know, I'm in my forties. So to us, people that are in their forties, We feel like it's just a conversation, not so much judgment. To people in their 20s and 30s, everything you say is judgment to them. So that's the difference between them and us. Um, You know, you just try to give people some insight on life and situations because you've been there and done that and you just, you know, try to make it easier for them. But sometimes they don't want to make it easy for themselves. So, you know, it's like, what can what can I do? Just, I can only give them 
or you can't give a person what they're not ready to receive. I'll say that. If they're not ready for their information, if they're not ready to make a move, then whatever you say is not going to make any difference at all. Will you grow up and think about it later in your 30s and 40s? Absolutely. You're going to look back on it and say, that makes total sense right now. Yeah. Because we all did. We've all been there. You know, I'm not claiming I've never been there. Of course I've been there. I have done many things that didn't work out in my favor. I've been in many situations that turned out not good. And you hate to see your kids go through that. You hate to see them go down that same road and that same path of destruction. I was watching a show and this girl was talking about um, how she felt like a test dummy to every man that she dated because they never it didn't end up working and you know it was almost like she was just a test dummy she was making him better for the next woman and I feel like men have to go and grow through some things to become a man or a better man just because you're a man by age doesn't mean you're a man by maturity. Same goes for a woman, you know. Um, being the age of a grown-up and being mature for your age is like two different things to me. So, and I just had never thought of um, that until she said it. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been there before. I felt that way. Like, you're just the test dummy. You know, you're just another one. They're going to bring you down and take you through all this drama and it's up and down like a roller coaster. You don't know how this situation is going to end up. And, you know, sometimes you just have to go with your intuition. Intuition is a big thing. When you feel like something ain't right, it's not. You know, do we ignore our intuition? Yeah, you do when you're younger because I don't really think you know what intuition is. Or you feel like in your mind, I can, you know, if I just hang in there a little bit longer and do what I think we need to do, we can get better. We can get better, the situation will get better, and everything will be okay. But, yeah, that's not most people's um, end result. And it was just... um, when she said it, I was just like, wow. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I can see that. And I feel like um, it's just a lot been going on with work, um, personally, just everything. You know, when you feel like you're not, I don't feel stressed, but... <clears throat> I'm like having all the signs of being stressed. So, yeah. Fatigue. Just tired and, you know, um, I wake up sometimes in in the middle of the night and I have things on my mind and I just can't even go back to sleep because 
it's just pondering through my mind so hard. And, <clears throat> you know, I just have to sit up and maybe get on the phone, play a couple of games, and just think it through. And then hopefully, you know, I'll get tired and fall back asleep. And that's crazy because you think, you know, when I was younger, like, yeah, I didn't have anything on my mind, really. I went to bed with no problem. I slept more then than I've ever slept in my life, I think. And now it's like hard to go to sleep. And when I do go to sleep, sometimes it's hard to stay asleep. And then you wake up with 99 million things on your mind. Your mind's racing. I guess that's what happens when you get older, you know? And having kids, you're always worried about them. Like, you know, when they're younger, you worry about your kids, but it's a different type of worry when they are grown. Yeah, it's a, it's, you pray a lot more and you're more worried because guaranteed, um, they're probably not listening to anything you say. And in your mind, they're in dangerous situations. So, you know, at that point, all you can do is pray because you can't make an adult do something that you want them to do. So you just have to pray for them, get on your knees and like for real pray to God that he covers them, he watches over them, he takes care of them because you've done your part and you know, they've spread their wings and they flew the coop and, um, you know, the decisions are on them at this point. So, yeah, do a lot of praying. It's a big difference between when they were young and now. Maybe that's uh, a lot of what goes through my mind, too, when I can't sleep. This whole COVID situation is terrible. I personally haven't had it, me or my husband, um, or any of my kids except for one. And, you know, I'm really trying not to get it. I'm definitely wearing my mask. I know that's not 100%. I've had the shot too, but I just, <clears throat> you know, I don't want it. Like, people are really getting sick and. Some people are acting like it's not a big deal. Oh, you'll be okay. You had your shot. You're not going to be as sick. No, it's people still getting sick, still going to the hospital. It's people still dying. Like, this thing is never going to go away. And they kill me with the non, you know, mask mandates and the, you know, um, you know, people having their rights taken away. Like, that's just, that's almost hilarious to me because, you know, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know how you feel you're having your rights taken away by protecting yourself and other people because, you know, it's very contagious. So it just only makes sense to, you know, at least try to protect yourself and protect other people because you, you don't know that you have it. You may be asymptomatic, so you may not have any symptoms, but you are still spreading it throughout. And some people like to cough without covering their mouth, like to sneeze out loud without covering the mouth. So all these droppings or 
falling on to people and making them sick as I don't know what. And you feel you have the right to not wear it. Like that's funny because it sounds so ridiculous and crazy, but you know, that's just my opinion. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to continue to wear my mask. It's not a big deal. Yes. Yes. It does get hot and it is too much sometimes, but you know, would I rather sweat for an hour or five or 10 minutes or whatever, or have my face free to just catch this from wherever, from whoever, and then be sick. Cause I don't know how it's going to affect me personally, cause I haven't had it. So, you know, will I be a little sick or will I be real sick. I don't know. And I don't want to find out. But yeah, it's terrible. I don't feel like it's going anywhere anytime soon, if ever. And you know, it's not like a season, like, you know, there's a flu season, um, you know, an allergy season. This is like all year round. Like you can catch it. You can catch it more than once. You just never know. So yeah, it's, it's terrible. And I just pray for any and everybody that has it and, you know, is hospitalized or is really, really sick. I just pray that, you know, everybody comes out of it alive because it's terrible. You just never know. I've been missing my mom lately. You know, she passed away in 2006. So many things I would love to speak to her about and get her advice on but you know she's gone so I don't get that chance anymore Um, I'm glad I had her for as long as I did I appreciate her and just like she was my um, you know my best friend my go to person to really talk to and you know, she did the same thing to me. I do with my kids. She would tell me all the time about different situations and, you know, what I should and shouldn't do. And, you know, just giving me advice as a mother. And, um, you know, some of it I took, some of it I didn't. And later on in life, I, I definitely wished that I would have listened to more of what she said because, you know, like I said, uh, things happen. And it's just situations can be hard. I feel like people look at uh, married people, you know, make marriage look easy. That's what I'll say. Married people make marriage look easy. I don't think marriage is hard. I think people make marriage hard, meaning, you know, the people that are married in the marriage. But I feel like it's a lot of work. People don't really realize how much work marriage is. It's a lot. It is a lot of sacrifice, a lot of commitment, a lot of change, a lot of growing up, uh, a lot of everything. You, You have to hold yourself accountable and responsible for what you do. And they have to hold their self accountable for what they do so that when you come together you know you don't feel like you want to blame him or her for the bad that's going on because there is going to be bad you got good and you got bad and you just have to be able to work it out 
you do. You have to be able to get over the fear of what may or may not happen and be able to kind of somewhat sort of be on the same page. I mean, you're not going to agree about everything, but I feel like you have to agree about most things, you know, or at least be willing to listen and compromise because that's just what it takes. It looks easy. It's not as easy as it looks. Um, I do think that people need to seek counseling before they get married because I 100% believe there are things that you may not know about your spouse. And I don't mean bad things. I just mean, you know, um, things that you might not think are really serious when you're dating. You know, like they're, they're true family core values I'll say or you know um, the way that you feel about how you live or what what you do to you know make your living or what you do to better your credit or what you do to you know, all those things play a part in your life at some point. So those are things you need to talk about. And, you know, if you can't think of anything off the top of your mind, you need to think about it and write it down because it's a lot of questions that that you need to know. It's a lot of things you need to know. And you're not going to know everything, even if you do go to counseling. But I feel like everybody should go to counseling probably before they get married. Because something's going to happen and you're going to be like, what? Huh? How? Why? I mean, yeah. So I I think counseling's good. And I think it's necessary. And I will say that even people that don't get counseling, you can still have a successful marriage. But I feel like the more you know, the better chance you have to survive or at least come together. You have to be strong. You have to be strong-willed. You have to be strong-minded. You have to have a backbone. You have to be able to, um, you know, express yourself all the time. You guys need to express to each other. And I just look at, like, I look at the new generation and everybody's, you know, dating online. And for me, I could never date online. But I, you know, I look at this show called um, Married at First Sight. So I'm like, well, if you date online and you're meeting strangers anyway, you might as well do the show. Married at First Sight. Like, what's the difference? I don't don't really see a difference. Not really. I mean, it's, it's marriage, whether than, um, you know, just meeting the person and getting to know them or whatever, but you have other people doing background checks on them and, you know, um, seeing where your compatibility level is and, uh, what you could do to enhance their life and what they could do to enhance yours. So yeah, kind of it's the same to me. 
So it's just funny. I was thinking about that. And I think I was telling my cousin that it was kind of the, I feel like, felt like it was the same thing. So I feel like, um, yeah, either way, you know, it may work out and it may not, but I always felt like, you know, um, meeting people online is dangerous to me. It's just not good. And I think that's a way that you really don't know what's going on with the other person, you know? Um, yeah, it's just, you know, dating anybody and marrying anybody could be potentially dangerous for you. You just never know. And you could know a person for a long time and still never really know that person. So, yeah. In dating, in marriage, in friendships. Like, we all know that. You could just know a person and never really know them at the end of the day. And, you know, people switch up on you. So, what you knew five years ago may not be the same person today. And life is just weird like that, you know? Some people are, um, you know, attracted to you physically and, you know, that's what brings you together. Uh, or you could be attracted to a person intellectually, you know? I just wonder if, like, the younger generation thinks about that. Like, what's the attraction to your person? Was it an intellectual attraction or a physical attraction, you know, or an emotional attraction? Like, what is it that attracts you to your significant other? What is it about them? Because it's, it's got to be more than the physical. To me, that might be the initial attraction, but that's not going to keep you there. Like, what keeps you there? And I feel like in a bad situation, you know, when you have a bad relationship and it ends on really, really bad terms, you have to do the work to kind of get your own self back on track. You know, whether it be counseling or whatever, you gotta you gotta do the work though. You just cannot jump from one relationship to the next and feel like, um, well, you know, I'm just that last relationship didn't affect me. Of course, it affects you. Everything affects you, and if you don't work it out and figure out what it is, it's going to continue to affect you in every situation or relationship that you find yourself in. You're going to find yourself in a combative situation at some point. And hopefully, you know, it doesn't turn physical. But yeah, we all have to do the work. Do the work. Be willing to do the work, especially for yourself. Fix yourself because you can't fix other people, but you can fix yourself. So take that time and put the work in, do the counseling, um, get that alone time, figure out what you want, what you need, get your kids right, whatever it is, 
do it because it'll be worth it in the end. Whatever you do for you is going to be worth it for you in the end, whether you make it or you don't make it with somebody else. So make sure you always take care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, and, you know, do what you got to do to better yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's who you got to live with yourself, um, regardless of any other situation around you. So yeah, make, make life good for you. And if you have kids, you know, make it good for your kids because they can't do it by themselves when they're young, you know, and you want to teach them the better way. But sometimes we don't know how, because we don't even know what that is. So until you know what's good or what is best, it's very hard to teach children that. And if you don't fix the broken child within yourself, you're going to probably raise children that feel broken, you know? So yeah, you, you know, we all didn't have like the best childhoods, but sometimes you just got to, you know, do the work. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to get over that hump and that brokenness in yourself in order to to be good for them and move forward in a positive, good way. And, you know, we're just talking about life. I know I'm kind of talking about a little bit of everything just because so much has been going on and it's just so many things in my mind. And, you know, I just wanted to speak on it. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I will um, be back soon. And thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, This is your girl, Felicia. Peace out.